the power of ritual on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. Accounting and bookkeeping mistakes destroy thousands of small businesses every single day. Bookkeeping doesn't have to be hard. Turn to the number one invoicing software for small businesses. Start for free today at servnomaster.com backslash FreshBooks. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Every time I've become successful in life, it started with the development of a ritual, a pattern that got me into the right mindset, the right state of excitement. Last week, I decided I wanted to write a new book. I came up with an idea last weekend on Saturday. By Wednesday, I had the title and the cover locked in. And in the course of three days and a morning, I wrote the entire book, 40,000 words. Most people can't write a 10,000 word book in four weeks, let alone four days. What separates me from other writers? Am I a genius? Am I special? Am I an exception? No, it all comes down to developing rituals and patterns They get us into the right mindset. They get us excited. I like to procrastinate as much as anyone else. And tomorrow's episode, the next episode, is going to be all about procrastination. But I want to start with focusing on the way to prevent that. In every area of life, we have a foundation of ritual. And ritual really is a series of systems, patterns, things we do to get started. Everyone working a 9-to-5 job has a built-in morning ritual. The time they get up, the way they have their breakfast, do you take a shower before or after work? Do you lay out your clothes the night before or the morning before work? These little steps, these organizational structures become very rigid. Nobody puts their socks on before their underwear. It becomes part of our ritual. I discovered working in other industries and traveling around the world how important ritual is to maintaining a sense of rigidity, to maintaining our sense of strength and consistency. It really provides the infrastructure or the scaffolding for a successful business as you move forward. With school, work, and life, many areas, the infrastructure is already there. We already have a built-in ritual, built-in pattern. School starts the same way with the ringing of the bell, putting on your uniform. We have these steps, but there comes a moment when you're going to step away from those things. Our goal as part of the Serve No Master tribe working together is to get to the point where you can leave that job behind. And when that happens... You lose all of that infrastructure if you don't have the power of ritual. If you haven't built your own patterns into your work life now, you're going to run into some real problems. This happens a lot to digital nomads and people traveling. As soon as they hit the road, all of their infrastructure disappears. And without ritual, they run into trouble. So that's why today I want to really help you develop a powerful series of rituals that are going to help you build your business and stay consistent. The brain is really wired to enjoy repeating things. We love cycles. This is why most people go to restaurants. Even if a restaurant has a thousand things on the menu, they order four or five things in a cycle. We don't like experimentation as much as we pretend we do. Our brains are designed to like patterns. When we have a pattern, our brain doesn't have to work as hard. It stores the pattern and then it just clicks repeat. It's kind of like a macro on your computer. You can tell your computer that when you push a certain character, it's going to take seven, 10, 20 actions. Our brains are programmed the same way. This is why we always drive the same way to work. From your house to your office, there are probably three or four routes you could take. 
99% of people, 99% of the time, take the exact same route every single time. Even if you have a different route to and from work. You take route A to work and route B back. The thought of taking route B to work and route A back, it just sounds weird or broken. We have these patterns in many areas of our life. Try sleeping upside down in your bed. The bed's the exact same size, but it feels weird and unnatural. We all sleep with our feet towards the door. Sleep with your head towards the door for one night, and you'll see our brain doesn't like when we break patterns. Here's what's amazing about that. I did an experiment about sleeping in college. Me and my roommate switched to sleeping with our heads towards the door. We, we reversed the traditional ritual, and we discovered that after a few weeks, it became normal to us, and switching back became weird. We get locked into patterns, and when we change them, we get locked into new patterns. You lose all of the ritual infrastructure around you when you quit your job. Suddenly you can get up whenever you want to. You don't have to drive to work at a certain time. You don't have to deal with rush hour. You don't have to build plans around other people's rules. Many people, when they leave their job behind, they go home and their work really diminishes. If you build an entire business working two hours a day and get to the point where you can leave your job behind, suddenly you have eight, 10, or 12 hours available to work. Your productivity often drops through the floor. Your efficiency disappears, and I don't want that to happen to you. The more efficiently you use your time, the more free time you get. We start by building a ritual, and the ritual makes us comfort, makes us comfortable. It breeds this sense of familiarity. When we do the same thing over and over again, suddenly our fears disappear. Ritual, more than anything else, is about silencing distractions and the fears in the back of your mind that say, you might not make it, you might not be able to do it, you're not doing the right thing. We all have fears we go through. Very recently, I've been through several shocks in my business. Over the past two weeks, I discovered that I have to change my payment processor, my membership software, the platform, which my entire website is built on, all of the infrastructure, and the hosting company. I ran into a series of problems that working together all cascaded it would be very easy for me to collapse, roll up into a ball, and start crying. I woke up Sunday morning and discovered that my membership site was no longer working for my customers. The videos were no longer playing. When you have hundreds of videos and you spend months building something, it's very stressful to discover it's not working. I had a strong feeling about the cause of the problem, but when it's not working, sometimes you just wanna run away from everything. And you get this fear, even at my level, even when you've been running a business for a long time, sometimes things happen that are outside your control. In particular, with this specific problem, I thought it was caused by my hosting company, and I accused them of changing a file on my server. I knew they'd made a change Friday, then unmade it Saturday, and something had gone wrong. I was 99% sure they'd reverted to a file that was six weeks old. Instead of reactivating the new version that had been edited and corrected and was working properly, they reactivated one that was two months old, six weeks old, and basically brought back a bunch of problems that they'd fixed months ago and in the past. I spoke to sex support. They said, no, no way, it's not us. We didn't do anything. It's definitely a problem with your software. It's your fault. You made a change. I hadn't logged into the website in two days. How could it possibly be my fault? doesn't matter. They were adamant. They blame me. They blame me. They blame me. I then reached out to a tech, a specialist, a third-party guy, and I said, here's the problem I'm running into. I need to jump servers. He said the same thing. He said it was my fault. No way it was caused by the host. I switched hosting companies. It took seven hours to switch to a new provider to get my website moved over and everything. 
immediately the website began working perfectly. All of tech support the old hosting company, dead wrong. This third party provider, this tech support guy, the specialist who I was gonna bring in for a large project, he just got fired because he was dead wrong. The only way I got through that stressful day was by locking into my rituals, my patterns that tell me don't quit and continue working through the day. When you have a series of rituals, when you face these challenges and fears, they don't crush you. You're able to endure them. Every time I sit down to write a book, I think it's gonna be terrible. It's hard to admit that, but I wanna be really honest with you. There's a part of me that thinks the new book I wrote will be awful. It's a very small part of me. It's not the majority, but in every one of us, we have this voice in the back of our heads that says, don't even bother. It's not gonna be good, don't release it. I sent the final version of the book off to the editor about two hours ago. I almost canceled. I almost didn't hire him to edit the book. I almost said, wait, I shouldn't even do this. Why release this book? It's not gonna be good. These little fears, they creep up into our minds and they come from nowhere. I know I'm a good writer. I've sold so many books. I should be totally confident. That's what we all hope. When we get to the top of the mountain, we think all of our books will be good. How many amazing actors have appeared in a terrible movie? How many great writers have eventually written that terrible book? The fear of failure doesn't disappear, but having a powerful ritual, a pattern, helps us overcome these fears and get the job done. To be totally honest with you, I was really hoping to write the book in a single day. My original goal was to write a 25,000 word book for this new project. In the end, the book is just over 40,000 words. After editing, it's gonna be between 40 and 41,000 in that range. So I went 40% over my original estimate. Wait, 60% over my estimate. I wrote 15,000 extra words and it took me three days and another two hours on the final morning and then it took me a day and a half to edit and do my rewrite before I send it to the editor. I didn't hit my initial goal, but when I'm in my ritual, even though it took me a few extra days, I still wrote very, very fast. 13,000 words a day is pretty good. In addition to recording podcast episodes, editing podcast episodes, writing the show notes for the episodes, I still wrote those all myself, working on other products for clients. I didn't even work exclusively on this project, but I still, to sit down and focus for that long requires ritual. It's very hard for many people to sit down for eight hours straight and just write. When you have ritual, it builds comfort and that builds confidence because you're then in a rhythm that you're familiar with and you understand. And it becomes a crucial bulwark to establishing your business and maintaining your productivity when you leave your boss behind. It can speed up your workflow. Our days without ritual become distraction. Many people spend five, six, or seven hours checking email throughout the day. A massive study showed that people use way more hours on email than you would ever imagine. Most people are only productive 20 or 30% of the time they are at the office. And if you work in an office, and I have before too, we both know that kind of sounds right. When you work for yourself, you don't want to do that. So let's begin together to talk about building an actual ritual. Now you agree it's useful. Let's get into the nitty gritty, the nuts and bolts, the value. Every little thing you do, the more fixed it becomes, the more strict you are about times, location, and setting, the better you'll get at performing your job. If you're planning on traveling, if you have a desire to become a digital nomad, become someone who works all around the world, you want to develop a ritual that's location independent. If you're going to stay where you are right now, you can develop a ritual built around your home. If you just want to stay home, take care of your kids, have a certain rhythm, that's great. We want to develop a pattern. The first piece of the pattern is always working at the same time of the day. When you leave your job behind, that piece of the pattern will break because suddenly you have more time available. You'll have to develop a new ritual the very next day. This is when I get up for work. Right now, I'm working on changing my morning ritual with my girlfriend. We just had a discussion. 
We moved houses a few months ago and it changed my morning ritual. In the previous house, I had an entire amazing workout set up on our porch and every morning I could work out. First thing in the morning, I would get up, I would go outside and work out and that's how I'd start my day. Here, we don't have the same setup on our balcony. It's a different location. I do have my exercise bike here and I ride it every day, but I don't do it first thing in the morning. I haven't used my kettlebells in a few weeks and I've noticed that my diet has lost its effectiveness. So we're doing a bunch of big changes, rebuilding the infrastructure of our day to increase my efficiency, working out at the same time every day, getting up at the same time every day, working at the same time every day, building these patterns will make it easier for you to become consistent with your work quality. If you start every day differently, if you do things in random orders, it becomes hard for your brain to lock into a pattern. I check my email every day first thing. When I start my work at the computer, I check my email. Then I close it and I don't check any of my business accounts for the rest of the day. I do leave one of my personal email accounts open. That email account, it gets like three emails a day and usually it's about things I'm shopping for. It's never business and it's never anything serious. For example, right now, I'm trying to buy a new paddleboard. So that's the one I have to email through the day. That's the one email I checked and replied to today. Other than that, only in the morning, all of my business email accounts, if you email me, I'll only check it once a day. That's how I deal with my business because if you allow it to become part of the day, it loses its ritual element. Checking the email every few hours or every few minutes, it becomes a distraction and it wastes a huge amount of time. It becomes a time suck. Establish exactly how you want to start every day. Are you going to exercise before work? Are you going to drink a glass of juice? Are you going to bring a snack? Do you sit down and have something to drink with, like, do you have a cup of coffee sitting down at your desk? All of these little pieces become very specific. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the same time every single day. I'm very strict about the times of day I eat. It's very fixed for me. I always have the same drink to start every day. I always drink water at the same times every day. All of these things become a powerful pattern so that even though I'm on my own, there's no one watching me. I'm in the room by myself right now. My girlfriend and the kids, they're in the other room so that I can record this without background noise because my kids don't know how to be quiet. You would definitely be hearing them if they were in the room right now. All of these elements become our ritual. The more you can eliminate randomness from your daily plan, from the structure of your day, the more successful you'll become. When you notice a distraction entering your business, entering the structure of your day, you want to take action to deal with it. Right now, I've noticed the number of Skype messages I get and the number of messages I get through Slack has gotten too high. Sometimes I'm working on something and I don't want any distractions. Today, when I was doing my final edits, everyone was messaging me and I thought about shutting down all those platforms. Normally, I leave them open because I very I get a few messages, but not too much and it's not too distracting. But lately, it's become too much. And if it continues to be a problem for a few more days, then I'll shut it down and only leave Skype open for a few hours a day. I'll do the same thing to Skype that I do to email. I'll limit the amount of distraction that's available to me and it will become a different part of my ritual. Every time you notice a distraction, I used to have a big problem with reading the news throughout the day. I would spend all day reading my favorite news site and I would go back and check multiple times throughout the day. I tried to completely quit reading the news because it's never good news and it's totally a waste. Now I just read the news every morning for about 15 minutes and then I'm done. I have a strict time, it's become part of my morning ritual, and then it's gone. Each distraction that's a part of your life, turn it into a ritual and the distraction minimizes. Part of the building of ritual and infrastructure is building up the times you communicate with other people, the entertainment blocks built into your day, the structure of starting your day, and the structure of when you close out your day. 
As much as starting your day is important, the way you end it's important. Have a fixed time every day when you finish. If you start at 7 in the morning like I do, at 3 p.m., you turn off the computer, you're done. Day's finished. As an entrepreneur, as someone who works for yourself, sometimes you just want to push yourself so hard. This is just as real for me as it is for everyone else. Sometimes when I want to get something done or I want to get so many things done, I put in those extra hours. This is something, again, I'm being very real with you. This is another area I'm working on recently because I've noticed myself slipping. I used to, with my previous ritual, moving to this new house damaged my ritual a little bit, so I need to rebuild it. With my previous ritual, every morning I would start the day by riding my exercise bike or running and doing my kettlebells following a workout. I had a printed out workout from a personal trainer. Do it every morning, start my day, follow my pattern, very strict, shower up, walk over to work at the same time every morning, work in my little office till three o'clock and walk back, spend the rest of the afternoon with the kids and do something on the ocean in the afternoon. So I would get two workouts a day. Since I've moved to my new house, my desk right now is like, three feet from my exercise bike. I ride the exercise bike every day for 20 to 30 minutes, get a good sweat in. But now I'm exercising once a day. It's not as structured. And today when I was in the ocean with my girlfriend and went out surfing, I realized that I need to rebuild my old ritual to kind of take control of my life. I don't want my health to slip while I focus too much on business. This is why ritual and patterns are so important. It's not just about protecting your business. It's also about protecting your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual well-being, your sense of who you are, your confidence. When I don't exercise enough, I start to feel spikes of depression. If I exercise, if I get my exercise every day, I, I don't ever have that feeling. It really makes a difference in how I feel about myself, my internal thought life. So these steps, these ways we build structure are very important. And build ritual, build structure into your day and become strict about it. Have the clothes you wear when you work. Have the rules about how you do things when you work. When I'm writing, I always wear a certain pair of headphones so that people know I'm writing and I'm in the zone. I do things in a very certain way. This podcast, I'm very, very specific about how I record it. I could probably record this podcast directly into my computer and I bet the sound would be 98% the same. But it's not my ritual. Instead, I unplug the laptop, I turn it off, I put it across the room, I unplug everything in the room. The water machine's unplugged. The air conditioner's off, all the fans are off. It's getting so hot. And I record through this external microphone into my Zoom H6. It doesn't have any computer components. So there's no hard drive running or fan running, any of those things for background noise. I want to create the best sound possible. And I have the ritual or the pattern for how I record each podcast episode, the steps I go through to prepare for it. All of these different steps, they are designed not to control you, but to help you take control of your life, help you have strong structure. Some people use the Pomodoro technique. They develop a very specific structure for what they're gonna do every 20 minutes or every 40 minutes throughout the day. Creating an external structure to control your day is the best way to maximize your productivity and keep yourself from going crazy. If I didn't eat lunch at the same time every day, it would be very easy for me to lose track of time and work too long straight, hurt my back, hurt my arms, sitting in a desk for too long, even when you love what you're doing, you can still hurt your body. You don't, you end up losing track of time and the whole day disappears. Having the moments in the day where you have your break, where you go to the bathroom, where you have lunch, having these things at fixed times, it also allows you to prepare for them so you don't put a meeting at the same time. All of these pieces of building a structure, they're the key to really succeeding online. And ritual has helped me in every area of my life to achieve success. Developing 
patterns that get me into the right state to write, the right state to work, help me overcome my fears. Whenever I'm nervous about something, I go through my rituals and suddenly those fears disappear. I just start doing the job. It really helps me to overcome my procrastination and put myself in a powerful state. Tomorrow, we're going to talk even more about overcoming procrastination because I know that's one of the things that really kills young new startup businesses. But for now, just remember the power of ritual can help you to succeed as you leave your job behind and you build an amazing, successful online business. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Follow me at facebook.com backslash serve no master.